Welcome to the table of the Lord, a place where those far away have been brought near, a place where Jews and Gentiles, Christ in his flesh, has broken down the dividing wall and the hostility that is between them. In his body he has made peace, and Christ is our peace. And so together we take what Jesus broke, what he poured out, and what he gave to us. And we say it in thanks. Thank you for what you have given to us. And we break this as one body, one group of believers, one group of Christians scattered over the world, Catholic and Orthodox and Protestant, and brothers and sisters of Abraham, all of us in different ways, but gathering in this one body, Christ. Hear the words from Mark. It's Jesus eating with his disciples. Mark chapter 14, verse 22. While they were eating, he took a loaf of bread, and after he blessed it, he broke it, and he gave it to them and said, Take, this is my body, given. And he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, and all of them drank. And he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I tell you, I will never again drink it, drink of the fruit of the vine, until that day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. We eat every day. We eat to live. And so it catches our attention when in this meal, Jesus takes bread and he takes wine and he talks about death. We don't often talk about death when we eat. It seems a little strange to mix those two up. How do we combine those together? How is it that we can eat a meal or continue eating when we know we're going to die? And you might scratch your head and say, well, I've, I've seen people that stop eating, right? People who are in prison and they stop eating. Or people facing disease or old age and they stop eating because they know that their death is coming. Even those facing their own execution. They have a choice. Am I going to eat this last meal of whatever I choose, if the Westerns are right, right? Western movies or execution movies. Oh, you can have whatever you want for your last meal. Well, does that even make sense to eat when you know you're about to die? When we eat, we eat to live. And when I say we, I look around and I see a lot of Americans I see a lot of Christians. When we eat, it's a little different, isn't it? It's not so much for survival. We're not eating to maintain our life so much. We're pretty well privileged. So we're eating for taste. We're eating a particular kind of food we like. Maybe we're eating with people in a relational way, and we are enjoying the meal that is before us. 
no experience in Christianity, no practice has carried Christianity forward quite like this one, the table, where we gather at the table and eat this bread and drink this wine. You see, at this meal, we all know Jesus establishes this meal based upon his own flesh and his own blood. He is sealing this meal, this last meal that he eats, with his own life. Can I take a little less sacred track for just a minute to make us think about this meal a little bit differently? So bear with me. I'm wondering how often people thought Jesus was crazy, right? How often did something that he say or something that he does made people think this guy is off his rocker? Now, it's actually not, you know, unbiblical to talk this way because there were numerous people in Scripture that thought Jesus was crazy. The religious leaders, the first in line, this guy has Beelzebub, he has a devil, he's nuts. His family is second in line. There were times when they go to take control of him because they think that he's crazy. Well, this meal ends up being one of those places where he must have been thought to be very crazy. Because at this meal, he gets under the table and begins serving them and washing their feet. And Peter says, what are you doing? Get up out of there. Jesus explains what he's doing. And Peter says, okay, I'll take a bath. I want you to wash everything about me. But when we get to this meal, it's not just that Jesus is under the table, but at this meal, this is the Passover meal. This is a holiday, a holy day meal, once a year, to remember. To remember things like Moses and the Exodus. To remember that the Israelite people were slaves. To remember the Red Sea. To remember Pharaoh and the plagues. And to remember, right? Everybody knows what's supposed to happen. But Jesus, who's not really one that's given to be selfish at all, begins to twist and turn this meal of remembrance to be a remembrance of him and his death that hasn't even happened yet. It's a little odd. It's a little bit crazy. But he takes them and he begins to guide them and direct them towards something new where he as a leader is emptying himself. He is surrendering his body to the jealousy of the religious leaders. He is surrendering his own flesh to the grinding wheels of the temple system. He is allowing his body to be crushed by the political system of the day where they did not want a rival king or a rival Messiah. This is how he turns this meal of remembrance to be about his own surrender. Now, folks, that's not the kind of leader we're used to, is it? Are we, are we used to leaders who are ready to lay down their power? Are we used to leaders who are willing to hear an accusation and not be derailed by it? No. Are we used to leaders that are willing to serve, not for what's in their interest, 
but for the good of the people and for the good of the whole world. No, we don't often have leaders like that. But this is what Jesus does. He surrenders his life for the good of the entire world to that point and for all time. That is amazing. That is what Jesus does for us. And so as we come to this table and as we see these elements, let us know that all are welcome to this table, right? For those who have confessed Jesus Christ, for those who have been dripping with the waters of baptism, for those who will acknowledge Jesus as Lord, you are welcome to this table to partake of this bread and this wine. In fact, even if you're at one, like one of these disciples who are totally confused about what this meal is like, you're welcome to this table to eat and drink of Jesus and to know that his life is given for you, that Jesus is willing to die so that you might live. Let's pray for these elements as we pass the plates. Oh God, we give you thanks for this bread, which Jesus said is his body. And we give you thanks for this cup, which Jesus raised and said, this is his blood. May we drink of this new prov promise, this new covenant, this new blessing with joy and with thanksgiving. May we, like Jesus, eat with an eye towards our own death. Not a death that ends, but a, lot, but a death that begins an eternity of life with you forever. We thank you for this bread and this cup. In Jesus' name, amen.